are, and welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We are inducting another Friday Night Movie sibling into the family today because we have with us comedian, writer, actor, director, Esther Steinberg. Welcome to the family and the show. Thank you. I feel like I do fit in, even you, looks wise. I'm just like, wait a minute. You, we're the Brady Bunch. Like we're mm-hmm. doing it. <laughs> but also, your your comedy is, first of all, so funny and Thank so you. real that I feel like we know you because we like heard so much of your yes you um, know about my perineum yeah. perineum <laughs> there's, there's but, that but and, you know and, there's your comedy is just so accessible and hilarious and in, and in that sense you're i mean it you do feel like a member of the family because the details i have learned about my sister's own births i wasn't in the room they had my mom in there filming and talking and everything like that so just there's a lot of your mom is shooting like a kardashian documentary and everyone else (laughs) come on Uh, i wish i had a video uh, camera uh, our mom is like the 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 jubin chris kardashian in her own way don't you think i wish i had that because then you guys are all obviously and then um <laughs> no it's good because then you guys all like rise up together and start your own brands you're like oh yeah then maybe, maybe we are yeah. see i yeah i always wanted to be like the the, the heim sisters of podcasting but maybe we're really more like uh Kar- Kar- I mean, i'm rob i'm rob <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on the outskirts. I've never shown up, but I have like a lot of weird legal drama with my uh, and uh, like a luxury sock line or something. I mean, I that wish might be I was true. Bob, so I could just be like, wake up one day, and be like, maybe I'll sell socks, and then like everyone just rallies behind me, and they're like, you did something. <laughs> so, Esther. We are so thrilled to have you on the show because we've been watching your your specials, but also your Instagram is truly one of the more hilarious Instagrams on the planet. Uh, it's an odd an day. It's an odd day that doesn't start with Shy like as I'm like in the bathroom in the morning. You know, Shy sending me from the middle of the night because he's always on his phone like uh your instagram post and and i just have to write back i'm like i obviously already saw it today ah! you don't have to send it to me i've already watched it and he's like well, this one's I, so funny instagram is a is such a mind fuck i don't know what people want i don't know what people like i know that i like scroll through like mommy advice and i am either like crying or it's no, that, that- kind of like that's Miley why you Cyrus think it's singing. That's why you know. think it's a mind fuck. I've I've yeah. said, <laughs> don't get mommy being a mother on, on yeah being a mother on Instagram is like a whole other beast. Yeah, it's a homework assignment. Every time I open up Instagram, it's like, are you slicing the cucumbers <laughs> properly? Because they can choke if you if you cut them in circles. You need to or cut they'll them or they'll yeah. like mess them you up can't. because they won't feel respected because you thought they could choke. But like that oh, means yeah, you obviously yeah. underestimate your child if you slice anything. 
or no matter what you do no matter what you do you're wrong men barking philosophies uh, on instagram i don't know who they are i don't even know if they have kids but they're the authorities now and they're like um they say like you don't tell a kid like you made me angry that made me you're making me upset it's like because then that puts the pressure on the kid to like make your you happy and so the other day i was trying about to tell my kid like i was like you're busy you're really upsetting me and instead i was like you're really the worst <laughs> you're i think it's annoying period <laughs> you're just <laughs> period uh but i uh I'm, i appreciate that you guys are interested in the the, the videos the i work very hard yeah. on the yoga pictures i work very hard on <laughs> i don't know what i don't know what people want from me maybe this is good advice well, yeah, the, 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 I mean, the comedy, um, the, the observations, the, the, your, your, I, I've heard this term recently described, it described Fleischman in trouble, which is like your casual Jewishness, like the way the Jewishness is just part mm-hmm. of your world really just feels it's like a lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. just, right. It feels like, it feels like one of us, you know, observing things. Uh, and, and I did. Know, change my name like my name is esther steinberg and then i changed it to esther steinberg garden swartz and then esther steinberg garden swartz was my instagram and then i was like well professionally i'm esther steinberg but and it was just like and i was like how jewish do i want to come across it's a very it's also like a <laughs> lot of letters it's a lot like of letters 10 out of 10 or an 11 out of 10 like those are the <laughs> yeah. two options so uh, so we love talking about jewishness we love talking about comedy um, so what comes first for you? Like, d- is your Jewishness fueling the comedy or you, you were naturally drawn to comedy and the Jewishness just became a natural ingredient to being funny? Okay. I think Jews have, or at least the Judaism that I was raised with, which is technically conservative, but also like going to summer camp and getting fingered in the woods. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> But there is like a non-judgmental version that I got as opposed to maybe Catholics who were like shamed for this and shamed for sex and masturbating and blah, blah, blah. They're, especially being like the third girl, I grew up in a world where there wasn't a lot of shame around anything at all. And so I think that's uh, attributed to Judaism. At least I wasn't like beaten with a stick and told by the nuns to shut up, you know? Like I really was in an environment where we were like, even the, some of the Jewish stories, I'm just like, wait, so Queen Esther was hot <laughs> AF and <laughs> fucked a non-Jewish king, king. and saved yeah. her people. Okay, got it. Like, every and like her story, cousin kind of like pimped her out to do it. Yeah, more pimp, pimped out Mordecai, like creepy cousin, uncle, whatever. And I'm just like, okay, got it. So I, I don't know. Everything about Judaism just like led me to be able to speak my mind and say it how it is. And I do think like Jewish women are untouched. Like I know like there there's bad raps of like this guy and that guy. And like there's a couple Jews that were like, oh, I wish they weren't, you know, male. Yeah, um, give those but, back. Uh, yes sure 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 and then we're like look like everyone's an individual but then i think jewish women are just pretty like untouchable and i I, i'm following in the footsteps Uh, of many many loud mouth jewish women who say whatever they want and on the right side of history and like 
Barbara Streisand and and um like Ben Midler and Sarah Jessica Joan Parker Rivers. and Joan Rivers and mm-hmm. I mean it's like endless Barbara Walters like there's just an endless of women who are strong and opinionated and funny and speak their mind and so I don't know what it is about Jewish women like who who let us talk <laughs> well. <laughs> Uh, where other cultures really... other societies are like hey you're a woman like shut up and then and then jewish women are like this bitch won't shut up you know so <laughs> lily becky and i talk about this a lot our mom we're very close with our i mean we're close with both our parents we have the best parents but our, our is, mom is your mom chatty our is mom, your mom chatty the life of the party there, the there's a, there's a saying the in spanish that is um my you can't shut up my mom even underwater like, so, she'd like our, have a full conversation. So, if you're in the pool with her, she'd be like, "Oh my god, did you see?" Like under the water, our, she is. Our, our mom time, was 24/7. was was born in Venezuela, lived in Cuba, escaped from Cuba, hot. but her family's grew Cuban. Up, grew up in Puerto hot, Rico. Hot. Grew up in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Jews. Smoking. Met my dad at Jewish summer camp, the same Jewish summer camp that we all went to. Went to. Mm-hmm. And any bar mitzvah that our mother is at any bar mitzvah that are, or wedding, even if she's barely invited, even if she's not invited, you will see her in the middle with the kid who had the bar mitzvah dancing, just the two of them in the circle. And, and especially during the horror, especially during, the I mean, horror. you she's, want, you know how people hire party starters and animators. Mm. You want a great horror. Just invite our mother. I'm almost certain we got. I got invited to several bar mitzvahs, like on the hopes sure. my mom would come, and, oh. and like it was very clear who they were expecting to be there. Well, it is interesting, Lillian Becky. You the are you are super fun, but you are you are. I, I would say you're less her. festive than mom. Like, I, I, there's, yeah, but that's not that's so, not a, that's not a fair comparison. Yeah, that like less a, festive she's, than mom. Going to be. Were, struggling in like nine latin american countries like you don't have the kind of i'm celebrating my jewishness and freedom we're never none of us are ever going to be as fun as your mom also unparalleled energy (laughs) no matter matter the rate that we drink i mean when we went to we went to vegas as a family and we all have like little babies. I had like, a and we saw Magic baby. Mike, which is we saw my favorite thing. With, 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 oh, with, my, with one my of wife. my favorite things. Great Magic Mike with my wife. Yeah. You, you, you we all shot. Did you go to Magic Mike? No, I, no, I wasn't allowed to go. I wanted to go. It was the boys' night, and the we girls went to, went to Magic Mike. And by the way, for anyone listening, you have to watch Esther's special. She has this whole bit about going to see Magic, Magic Mike, Mike. That's hilarious. We saw that same Vegas show, and so we go to the show. We see Magic Mike. You can't. The we we have. With our mom and our sister-in-law. <laughs> my mom, like my wife she is my wife is that it. person who pony comes on, and suddenly everyone she becomes an entire the, new human being. Everyone right. at the cocktail party is getting a laugh. Just hope that does not come on in the grocery store. That's just all I'd say. <laughs> so but anyway, but so like we're so after the night ends, we've seen Magic Mike. I again, I have like a one-year-old in my room. I have to like go back to my my mom. So disappointed that we will not go out and keep partying with her and keep dancing with her. Like how could we let her down? Like crushed. Like, like the, we were so uncool to her. A woman in her late sixties. She was like, you guys are trash. Yeah. After magic, Mike, (laughs) 
and I think we still like went and got more food and we drinks got and one like yeah like a bit of food and a, one more drink and went to the casino we, a little bit and then we were like oh yes getting that time a night and she was like you guys are losers. I love that your mom's not like losers. so stereotypical like oh i'm a worried jewish mother no she compartmentalizes a lot no yeah she does i mean jewish mom like like she won't be able to return something she didn't even buy at nordstrom's like yeah the the skill level like that skill level of like that jewish mom that is true and your mom's like remember to bring the molly you know she's more well we we, we I, I think I talked about this the other day. My mom does things like uses my AMC Stubbs account because she wants like the discount, right? Like, yeah, she's an adult. Like, you know, she has. She could get her own. She could she get could. her own. She can afford it. I promise. Mm-hmm. She wants. I'm that, learning that you, you can just grab your kids like little punch cards and do whatever <laughs> you want to your kids. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, my, pretty my, much. Our, our parents, they told us essentially, they're like, you will get in trouble for a variety of reasons, but if you stick together, the sentence will be reduced. Oh. So there was this notion, like, like we would get the like, one day we'll be gone and all you have is the yeah. other two. So that was like a, a lot, lot of a lot of that growing up. So good jewish girl. that's part of why we're bought yeah, there's a lot of, there's in. a lot of jewish girl. my mom called us she's in africa right now she called me the other day she's to complain rwanda. about becky <laughs> com- she's in rwanda on a visiting a jewishly made peace orphanage um and she <laughs> called to tell me that, that does not stop that <laughs> becky canceled a trip wants to know what i'm going to do about fixing her plans so who's I, coming I with me on the trip, Shy? She's, she's like, I never uh, she likes to metal. Right? She is, she is Chris Jenner. She a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I never she's thought like of it that way. But I think each you're... one of you, and like you're gonna feel like fill in that gap mm-hmm. in this whole. Like, there's something, there's something extremely strategic about everything. I'm, I'm more curious to like. Okay, you guys have to stick together, and then the punishment will be less. Does that mean she did not want you guys to snitch? Was it that was also we have to have oh. each other's backs? We weren't allowed to snitch. Snitching was not expected in our house. We're not. We're not allowed to tattle on I each think other. I'm the only one who ever got punished, backs. though. I don't know if you two even. Well, I'm the youngest, so I never got punished. I don't yeah, know about you, is. Esther, but I'm the young. There was no punishments by the time I, I was growing up. Uh, I <laughs> Esther looks like she may have gotten a punishment or two. There's a few. I got grabbed I, a couple times. I'm like still mad that they let me be comedian. Like as if as if they had any control. The other day, I'm, I was like, oh, I don't know. I was upset. I was just like, why did anyone tell me to go to law school? Like, what the fuck? Stop supporting my dreams. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Everyone, they were like a yeah. little too supportive. I think that they're like, oh, the third. Like, let's see what happens when we tell her to become yeah. a comedian so you you say you say comedian it was my dad's idea it was my dad's idea because were you you were always were you always funny and they were like you should be a comedian everyone was funny and mentally ill and, <laughs> but, and like together very funny very mentally ill and interacting with the other mentally ill people in the family so it was just an interesting time and then all of a sudden someone would like, explode into bitchery but um yes i was the funny storyteller like let me just make everyone laugh so we'll stop screaming at each other which didn't work but i tried and then um i wanted to do plays and and theater and was like really into attention and then they were like 
uh, you should do stand up. And then by 16, I was like writing jokes and was like, I'll be rich and famous by the time I'm 24 if I start when I'm 16. And that none of that happened. Um, but I did just continue doing stand up my entire life, like since I was 16. And at 17, I was doing it in the lunch table um, in my high that's, school. That's amazing. I've been exposing cool. my daughters to comedy. Like, I don't, I don't, I've, don't. I, I'm, I'm not into telling them what to do, but they have like written some jokes. One of them really enjoys Mad Magazine. We've been watching a lot of SNL sketches. I would be, I think it's there. I think there's something of pride. I bet your parents were proud of you to go. If one of my kids said they wanted to go into comedy, I would be pretty proud. Uh, yeah, I guess, but it's, it's such a complicated thing. Like, I, yeah, I guess your daughter standing on stage talking, telling jokes and everyone's laughing is kind of fun. And th th my dad, like Jewish parents me in a comedy way. So he does it. He's always just like, Oh, the, do you have 25 minutes? And I'm like, I'm working on it. Or like when I was a kid, it was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm doing club. I'm doing. I'm headlining a club. Clubs. What about theaters? And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> so now your mom have. being from your mom being from Israel, is there was there like a is there is she is she Israeli enough that there is like a culture gap in the humor, like uh, or like Lily's husband is from Spain. I am convinced we have been in all of a family together almost twenty years. All of us, right? And I am now convinced after having spent the summer with him does not understand a word we've been saying for, <laughs> for the entire years. time I know him. And Just... that's why the marriage works. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I always tell Sam, like, shh, 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 don't mess with a good thing. Just leave it. <laughs> I would love that. No, my mom is my mom is the funny one and she's a good, she's a pretty good laugher, although she'll like, she'll be like, that's funny, SC. And then she she like, <laughs> but it's really funny like to describe her. Also, she's a chemical engineer and she's like a working wow. woman, but also she's just a crazy Jewish mom. And it's it, her name is Mira and Miriam. And just, I feel like she's Mira against the world. Like she wakes up and it's a fucking war and she is out to battle. And like, because I'm her daughter, it's, she's also like, okay, I will protect you. And like, it's, she's just a wild card, but she, I think being in America now, she loves being American mm -hmm. and she wears, she does have an affinity for certain designers and in a way where I'm like, oh, like she has a Mercedes, fine. And then she'll have like a cool Michael Kors or Louis Vuitton purse. Okay, fine. And then she likes like a Michael Kors sweatsuit. And I'm like, now we're <laughs> dipping into like <laughs> new money American <laughs> dream. <laughs> like, uh, it's a fine line. Like, yeah, the sweatsuit pushes it over the edge. Yeah. I know. And I was like, you can pick one. But, right? But <laughs> as we were talking about in the pre-show, your family does live in Florida. So yeah, she, she can probably get away with it in, in Florida. Put it in, in the context of Florida. Yeah, she's she's an American in Florida. She's got her Mercedes and her her Gucci bag, and she's ready to go to Cheesecake Factory with her with her head to toe sweatsuit, of, you know, matching. She's living the and, dream. I know, and, and her UGG boots from DSW. So it's like, see, <laughs> she is flashy. 
Yeah. But, yeah. but I was right, so honestly. excited about being an American and being like, this is the country of prosperity. And I'm just like, um, will you leave? like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to handle her. Sometimes I just kind of repeat what she says and go, okay. It sounds like, you know, like a very like therapy mm-hmm. person. <laughs> do a little like, soundboard like, with her. Yeah. Or like we were, we were in LA doing something fun. We were in Malibu and, and there was a woman who gave us a pretty dirty look out of the blue. Like, I don't know why. And I don't care. Right. Not my monkey, not my circus. I don't care. My mom says very loudly. She goes, what an ugly face. What? what? <laughs> how could she look at this ugly face and it was so loud and I'm like yeah she was giving us like a very weird look but I always make excuses for everyone where I'm like oh she had a bad day or oh she's noticing something or oh I don't know like I was with my kids we were having like a little picnic like what kind of I don't know what you could possibly be looking at me and judging me, but my mom called her the hell out and, and she will start a fight with There's anyone. Something to be hey. said for that. So speaking of your kids, I have a question. I was doing yeah. some some math. I'm not great at math, but I was doing some calculations. I was watching your totally hilarious, phenomenal, amazing special on a prime burning bush, which I so highly recommend. And in it, you talk about how you walked down the aisle pregnant. You're already pregnant walking down the aisle. The sperm, I guess was traveling. Okay. You got pregnant. Right. Yeah. You were like, right before before. it was like the rehearsal dinner or something is when we were like, Someone sent us champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries to our hotel okay, room. Okay, so, like, there wow. was probably some conception going on around the, the time of your of your wedding weekend. And then later in the special, you say, oh, I got m- married 10 months ago. So does that mean when you recorded your special, you had... Six weeks postpartum. That how did your brain? That's insane. How did your brain even work? It's so funny. It's so fantastic. And I'm doing, but that's because I had babies, I, and at six I definitely weeks postpartum, at six weeks could not like I could order not something have online. a conversation <laughs> with someone, yeah. let alone get up in front of on a stage, a huge crowd, and. So- Officially, postpartum is is so miserable. Everything is such a blur. It's it's such a, a hellish nightmare that it, it, unless you went through it, I just don't even think that like anyone can really describe yeah. postpartum until it's you're on the other that. side it's of it. Like, it's just it's just like a big sad Zoloft egg, and you're like, I have a baby, but I want to kill myself. I don't know what's happening. And then um, hopefully it goes away, and then sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Good luck, women. Um, so very accurate. So that, that description so is medically accurate. One hundred. And everyone else accurate. is like, "Let me hold that baby. Let me hold the baby." And you're like, "I'm dying inside." And they're like, "Oh, he's so cute." Oh no, are you gonna circumcise yep. him? Oh, it must hurt. I'm like, you know what hurt. Push what him I out. Yeah. The circumcision yeah. I had in my vagina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything I'm going through hurts. But yes, the baby's getting circumcised. Okay. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I 
so we were supposed to film in April where I was going to be like very pregnant and be like, oh, great. I'm going to do a pregnancy special. Yippee hooray. Then they were like, hey, there's a global pandemic. And I'm like, wait, really? And then um, they were like, we, we're canceling it. And I was like, OK, makes sense. Checks out. Like we're in a global pandemic and they're canceling my special. Then like right around when I was having a baby or maybe right after they're like, we're rescheduling it. And I'm like, how the hell are we going to film this? And they're like, we'll do it in front of a parking lot at the Rose Bowl in LA. Well, I was in New York and I was told we were going to film in New York with like Tribeca Film Festival. And now they're like, oh no, it will be in LA. So we'll fly you. And I'm like, but we don't fly anymore. And they're like, you're going to fly. And I'm like, okay. Right after having a baby. And you have a newborn. Right. And so the biggest problem wasn't even like baby or newborn. The biggest problem was that I had been doing comedy for like 13 years and have not gotten an opportunity to film an hour. And then I got an opportunity to film an hour. It just happened to be in like the height of a global pandemic while I had just given birth. And I was like, well, thanks for this opportunity. How am I going to work out my jokes? I mean, like when Ali Wong or someone does a special, they do have the luxury of performing in about 100 different cities, mm-hmm. seeing what works, what doesn't work. And then they film in like right, the best city the, possible. Right. Yeah. And now I was preparing for a special and I had no opportunities to go up because I was like sequestered to my Brooklyn apartment and had a baby. So I like did a new approach, which was like typing it all out and memorizing it, which is not the approach that I've ever done before. But I was like, this is the only shot. And then I did a couple of Zoom shows, which is another thing that I absolutely despise. But you know what? When you get your opportunity in this moment, it just like I owed it to the 15 or 13 years of working hard to like step it. it up, memorize it and do the work that maybe another comedian would have a hundred cities to work it out and do like five zoom shows. One of them for just my two sister-in-laws. I was just like my husband's sisters. I was like, I'm just going to perform for you guys on zoom. Is that cool? Okay, great. And you, you could have done that for both of my brothers-in-law, neither of which English is their first language. First language. So they, that would be great. I just needed, <laughs> I just helped. needed to practice. And my husband was like, right. you should try standing up. And I'm like, Oh, I don't want to. And he's like, no, you need to practice standing on your feet for 45 minutes. And I was like, mm, that's hard. Like just the idea of the stand-up part of stand-up was hard for me. But then I got really, yeah, I got like really eye of the tiger about it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I'm going to memorize it. I'm going to win, go fight, win. And then I remember it was like 10 p.m. The baby's like crying and screaming. My husband's like, come on, like, tell me the, like, let's go. Like, you have to memorize the order of the jokes and everything. And then I'm like talking over a crying baby. And I'm like, if you can do comedy while strolling through like a pandemic ridden Brooklyn while a baby is screaming, crying, then you can perform for cars, apparently. (laughs) And, well, it, and it's it. great. The special is fabulous. It's yeah, fabulous. I told everyone, I was like, I practiced in front of an empty parking lot, or I practiced in front of parked cars. Like, I kept on making <laughs> dumb car jokes, but in general, I'm like... You can hear the honking in the... And they, they like, have... All, they 
hooked up like microphones into cars and then projected that so I could actually hear the laughter. So oh, I have to give like the audio engineer so much credit of how they pulled that's it off. Fantastic. And, and they did a beautiful job putting it together because you feel like you're yeah, in it's a hard comedy to tell club. That it's, yeah, that it's, it's like you're in a comedy club and it's being not, shown to this right. awesome drive-in audience of like hardcore fans that are watching this comedy show on top of it. So it looks really cool. It's still like a <laughs> rock the amount of dogs that just happen to be in cars, I remember being like, "Are there?" I've counted twelve dogs. Like the dogs are, the dogs are its own drinking game, and people were like hitting weed pens or, or like pieces. Like I made eye contact with someone hitting a bong in their car, so I was like, "This is definitely a new experience." But I think. I think I was just so excited to be out of the house. And then, of course, the brand new bit I had never, ever said out loud. And I told the director, I was like, I had a weird experience breastfeeding on the plane. And I think it might be funny. And he was like, uh, do it. And if it bombs, we'll cut it out. And I'm like, oh, OK. Is that a true story? That is that real? Oh, my God the way flying from New York to LA to perform and I needed to like pump and breastfeed but I was also in a mask and also there was no food and I was so hangry and I was I was like gonna eat the chair and so I pumped and drank my own breast milk which was funny because then five seconds later they offered me almonds and I was like I'm full. I can't yeah, get over you, that story. Guys, I can't get over that story. Also, I'm not no a hunger. placebo. I'm placebo. I'm not like someone who eats the placenta. I'm not someone who like drinks breast milk and or sells it. I'm not even that big of a producer. So I'm not. I was like, I really do need this milk, but. <laughs> it's There's also story. a history that's, of that's being weird to moms. <laughs> yes, it's a whole other. Yeah, which is its, its own like ridiculous thing. Yeah. But I was like, uh, "You can't take it away from me if I'm on the plane making it, pumping it." <laughs> I, and I, I specifically I, didn't yeah. pump right before the special because I decided that I wanted my boobs to look to be so big. <laughs> I was like, I wanted the, I wanted to look like Dolly Parton for my special. Like I wasn't feeling great about my body, but I was feeling great about my Dolly Parton titties and so i was like the longer as the special progresses the boobs do get bigger um <laughs> and that's your... a special special that's a special yeah. um your you look beautiful in it you yeah. are hilarious and i i so highly recommend it um yeah i i have well Shy didn't want to bring this up because he's like i'm not bringing this up i'm gonna do it i'm gonna bring it up but speaking of your body you bodies you you love talking about your body very open talking about it I love it I find it exciting and refreshing and it makes me laugh and it's so wonderful like all around yes 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 more of that and you even have posed nude semi-nude before it's very nude that's very wild and I didn't talk now that I'm a mom I might be like do I want to be naked on a dirty magazine but I'm glad that I wanted to be naked on a dirty magazine and I did naked on a dirty magazine. Now the backstory of all of this is that there's a photographer named Lindsay Burns who's brilliant. And she was the photographer on the show that I did funny girls. I became best friends with her. She is a Jew. 
She's mm-hmm. the most brilliant photographer. We've done all kinds of weird, wacky stuff, and she photographs whatever. So I guess you could call her a very, very close friend of mine. <laughs> and she was in charge of the whole thing. And then another woman who was actually pregnant at the time was also in charge. So when I did Penthouse, you might picture a bunch of like uh, yeah, um, nasty, sweaty Jewish guy, or not Jewish guys, but you know, like I was thinking, Dude. like the yeah. the porn star, like uh, uh right. whatever his name is, Ron Jeremy. So, Jeremy yeah. yeah, like a Ron Jeremy type, being like, "All right, take your top off, and I'll snap some pics." <laughs> but like, it wasn't. It was Lindsay being like, "Okay, you're gonna look fierce. Let's go." And I felt like it was a celebration of my body and I also was excited I don't know why but I was like let's go let's do this and I it was so funny because another comedian was on the same um magazine as me named Jamie Lee who's very funny and we're buddies we're friends she it says like Esther Schemmer, Jamie Lee blah, blah blah on Penthouse magazine and you open it up and Jamie Lee is in a t-shirt and has like a little interview of like this is like some stuff about Jamie Lee I'm like, oh shit! What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Lee has a white T-shirt on, like not like nipple showing, just like a tasteful T-shirt <laughs> talking about her comedy. And then you flip six more pages, and then it's like, but I wasn't spread eagle or anything like that. I like taste. It's very tasteful. My, like, it's very beautiful and yeah. But I cut. I guess I. Like I'm about to get married. Lindsay's doing this picture stuff, and I was like, "Oh, this is an opportunity," and and I'm probably gonna have kids and wreck my body and do crazy True things. Story. And that happens. Sometimes True. I'm never gonna. I guess I had the foresight to be like, "I'll never look like this again." <laughs> well, well, I, I, I love the wait for all eternity. Yeah, and I'm always always trying to make Jewish women sexier. I'm not doing a lot of I, heavy lifting. Like Gal Gadot is doing all the heavy lifting <laughs> but I guess in a way I was like you know what I'm a I can I can be a sexy Jewish girl I can't Jewish women be sexy I just really because I, I have a college degree and I'm <laughs> funny I can't also look like a, a hoe um, no, I really, I really appreciate, point. I really appreciate that that you know side of representation of uh, stop making us into the whiny hags you know we're you know so Hag who also doesn't wear clothes no, right so <laughs> you know like i appreciate the the sexy jewess you know beautiful yeah i i don't know what it accomplished but it definitely was like a a, a fuck you to all kinds of people and commentary of all kinds of like women better cover their bodies mm-hmm. all kinds of just I, like i either, like that people it's are not either like, like a specific agenda too you were like i don't doesn't matter it doesn't have to accomplish anything just it being, it's being it commit to being rogue it's like once you have nude pictures on the internet like you're not running for office maybe you are <laughs> i don't know but like <laughs> i mean you could, probably, yeah what no like better than ever I'm not a kindergarten teacher. Like I'm, you cannot possibly expect much from me other than like being a comedian and an artist once you're like posing nude. Like I, mm-hmm. it was almost like throwing in the towel of like professionalism. 
I was like, and and here on out, I will not be considered serious. Like, please. Um, but I was, uh, yeah, I had, I had, I had fun. I guess I, I didn't get enough of a splash. Like, I kind of love that. Like, it was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, there was no, there was like, I'm at a level where you know people are like, oh, fun, interesting, cool, hot, whatever, and no one was just like, I didn't stir up any pot. No protesting in Tampa. No one cares. By the way, if anyone wants to pose nude, no one, no one cares. Yeah, I, no like, one cares. I, a, I feel like yeah, that's great, a great cool. Point. Thanks, thanks. Okay, next. Like, who cares? It's not a big deal, but maybe it's a big deal that I just like opted to do that. I don't know. Maybe it's just shocking that like an educated woman would, without getting paid for it, take her clothes off. Um, I will famously take my clothes off for no money. <laughs> but you if know? you offer me money, no thank you. Subverting <laughs> expectations. That's I love it. Draw, that's where you draw the you line. Draw the line. <laughs> yeah, like, so, I'll, have, I'll have sex, but for free. Like, I'm not <laughs> for so, so you've now been an inducted member of of the siblings here you've spent you know a good amount of time with us here um but you have siblings as well how are we how are we stacking up to yours like you guys are so much better in every way (laughs) so but would one of us like would one of us be able to make it in your family now like, like uh, you've now survived here. Like, would you, would you, like, no, if it's, you were it's having, not looking hopeful for us. If, if you were having a Zoom with your two si- siblings, how long can you hear about someone going, um, like organic and like, like, like that's poisonous while smoking a cigarette? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, because we definitely hear the organic. I, everyone, that I, that is the perfect thing. It's like, oh my god, my life is so hard. Blah blah. And then the other sister's like, oh, uh, you know, that's not good for you. And like, you want to use organic sunflower seed oil? That's a billion dollars. <laughs> um, I don't know. She, there, I have a, I have a sister who's smokes cigarettes. She's artsy, and then also like lectures me about what's healthy. And I'm like. Mm. <laughs> so in fairness Amazing. becky doesn't smoke but becky definitely De- loves a good lecture on what's becky definitely i lived in, i lived in berkeley for 10 years yeah okay, and that's different rubbed off on I quite a bit so we know berkeley. you don't so we you know you have like a full bush under your armpits and your vagina no mm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I did live in berkeley i don't know i'm not sure I um I've been, me, in Ar- I've been in Arlington. Hair. I've been yeah. in Arlington. I've been in I've been in Virginia now for two years, and I'm starting a laser hair removal. So you know, I can I, see I, I, I adapt to my that. surroundings. I adapt to my surroundings very well. Um, but yes, I've been known to. I've calmed down a lot, but I've been known to, you know, maybe give some un. We call it like a mini bit in the show. We call it diagnosis Becky, where Becky just is your, she is not qualified to be a doctor, but she just I'm like, gives, an, I'm just like a naturopath. Well, I, I lecture people about sugar. I'm like a salty, savory person. 
So I'll like dump a pile of salt on everything. <laughs> and then I look at any person in my life that's a sugar person. And I'm like, you know, sugar that's is a- so bad for you. It's so <laughs> addictive. And that's the silent killer. And salt? that's what's killing you. It's, it's the sugar. You. Get rid of sugar. Your life You're so better. concerned You're with your sugar. calorie count. But are you checking the sugar content? How many yeah. grams of added Sodium sugar? Thank, th- my ass. thank you right. for the You have the extraordinary high blood you. pressure, but you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> There's now, no sugar. Now I'm anxious from the lecture I've received. Uh, yeah, but the siblings, my siblings are really cool. They're like, I do think we're very different, but we all kind of share the same thread of like interested in spirituality and like higher power and have this, I don't know what it is. Like what the one sister's a little more witchy, like crystals, uh, more like light the Shabbat candles and do prayers. And the other one's like, I spoke to God yesterday. And in addition, in, in addition to breakdown. in addition to comedy, you're you're a trained actor, right? You went to NYU. Is that yeah, correct? yeah. NYU? I can cry on command. I can do it. <laughs> you could, do you? Did you? What were some of the things that you acted in, whether they're comedy or otherwise, that you loved? Um, I don't know. I we did like a we've done plays, and I just I like okay. I like Shakespeare plays. I like. Uh, I did a play much to do about nothing and things like that, but we would do monologues and I was a big monologue person. When I was in high school, I competed doing monologues. And when I auditioned for college, I did monologues. So it's like, for me, the easy part is a monologue, but the hard part is like listening to the other person and reacting. And I think I now enjoy that more. But when I was like in school, I was like the monologue girl. I like to make like a meal out of like just a bitchy rant and so probably channeling my family members of sorts but gosh I don't know that there's one thing I can I I wrote and did my own movie uh with with a friend of mine from college named Eric and then we did a two-person one-woman show which we were kind of making fun of one-woman shows (laughs) by being like dramatic and and self-indulgent and talking about our childhood and how we got here but the whole point was that it was like a a american airlines flight because we double booked by accident so (laughs) my night me and i was an egomaniac actress talking about like my life wearing a black turtleneck and then this guy comes on who's a friend of mine and is like, excuse me, this is my show. And so we bicker and fight. And then it turns into like, we help each other tell each other's stories. And that's probably the something I'm, I just loved it. And we like piled it with jokes and jokes. What was it called? Esther and Eric's one woman show. And some of the flyers were like, his face was like crossed out. And I was like, Esther's <laughs> show. And then, and so it was, I still like, kind of I'm like do we revive it but it was just like so fun and I wrote that and we performed it and we talked about our lives and so you write so you write too that was my next question is uh what what kind of stuff do you write is it uh is it within the world of comedy only is it um you know I don't know maybe you're also writing like family drama or no family story like like a kid's movie maybe now kids are writing a kid's movie yeah, no, I, well, no, 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 not kids stuff. <laughs> Fuck the kids. But um, <laughs> they have quite enough uh, entertainment. <laughs> I think we're maxed out. We don't need a single more screen for a kid. Uh, so 
been obsessed with writing my own stuff because I've always been disappointed with female characters. And that goes like, I mean, there's some good female characters that Shakespeare wrote and were played by men. But then you're like, that's like, the last time there was a good female character. <laughs> Jenner wasn't yeah, by a woman. Or well, it, it, like feels, it, it feels frustrating my life just getting auditions and just feeling like disconnected from the roles like there's plenty of juicy amazing roles that are going to Natalie Portman and like or no I don't know but like there's so so many amazing juicy female roles I just didn't ever get one on my lap and that opportunity so I was like okay I'll write this so I've written a couple of like short films and movies then I was like, okay, I'm writing a pilot right now and it's about being a mom. It's like my own version of Better Things because I'm obsessed with Better Things and the realness and rawness of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Louis C.K. will produce it. Who knows? <laughs> so then so that, that, there's that. And then me and my husband wrote a movie and one of it is about, it takes place in Tampa and it's uh, like Bachelor, Bachelorette party that turns into a pirate curse. Okay. <laughs> very wacky and very like funny that, that sounds more good. like hangovery and then mm-hmm. there's uh oh the rom-com that we wrote based on our relationship where we opened up our relationship me and my husband he wanted to fuck other people so before we got engaged and at first i was like how dare you and then i was like you know what this is the let's do it and i moved to la he was in new york we saw other people and then wow. it ended by him proposing to me and me being like, but I was having so much fun. <laughs> um, so our real story is an open relationship that has like a happy ending, but not without me like falling for some human red flag who was like a hip hop singer. And it was just dangerous. I was like this, does not i know um so we wow that is that's very unique that has a lot of questions because lily loves a star-crossed lover situation yeah and i love rom-coms and so i did a star my first one that i wrote was called williamsburg romance and it didn't really go anywhere but it was i was living in new york and i decided to write a love story between like a hipster jewish kid from like new jersey whatever and then an orthodox girl in like Hasidic Williamsburg. They both live in Williamsburg. They both like old things and they both wear black. So what could go wrong? That's amazing. That's I great. Am very intrigued. I want to read that. Wait, did it and not I go anywhere read... as in like, not, like it didn't get produced or not go anywhere? Like you started the story and like it didn't go anywhere. I'm just curious. So I was just like a senior in at NYU and I decided after having an acting degree and taking a bunch of writing classes that I would like write and make my own film and like just directed it myself. And then I didn't really know how to edit. So I learned how to edit and I kind of edited it myself. And then I didn't know what to do with it from there. And I never nailed the editing. And I think I had like a computer crash in the middle of my editing and got so frustrated. And it was like this weird lesson to myself that I needed to finish projects because I remember I like took a pause and I also did like a documentary in college. So I did a lot of like fun things. I in really college. want to see this Williamsburg romance movie though. There might, is there I like might a bootleg, like a, is there like the cut? Star Wars holiday special VHS version floating around? So a friend of mine filmed it. 
a friend of mine helped me edit it and I hated the way he edited it and I loved him but he was like an assistant for me he was like I'm here to help whatever whatever you need so he's like I'll edit and I remember being like this is not at all the movie that we made you know because editing you can do anything so then I was like wait a second this is the editing is so much more important than anything so I have to like get in with my own hands and edit so I kind of so I definitely self-taught myself to edit and I remember at that time I had left New York with my footage and went to LA with my sister and we like shared a studio apartment and anyways uh I I edited this thing and then I think the computer crashed and then I tried it again like I was just like frustrated. If like from then on, I told myself like I will never get into this computer crash excuse because I kind of wish I had it. But then later, I did another movie about a short film about taking mushrooms in Joshua Tree, and everyone says that like you L.A. Everyone changes when they move to L.A. So the answer was this girl captures her friend who's like visiting L.A. They do mushrooms in the desert and then a different version of him enters and leaves the old version of him in the desert and they like drive off. So it was like an answer of like people do change because the like psycho robot alien version of themselves goes. I, and I then, believe everything you're saying only from all the people I see on Instagram that go to Joshua Tree. Like, right. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking like, my kids happened? to Joshua Tree uh, next yeah. month. Back, you oh, went to California a long time ago and came back different. <laughs> so that's uh, yeah. People be, you know, change. Becky was our fashion sister. I want you to know, like, like you know how you're describing uh, Becky didn't wear matching sweatsuits, but like of the three of us, Becky's the fancy sibling. Mm-hmm. Becky Definitely. moved to Berkeley. I, like, I love fashion, but my 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 checking account banking situation does not match with my style. Like I'm always Same with like, Becky. Oh, if Becky I'm had mad. Becky's Becky's trick was I don't know if she wants me to say this. Becky had rich friends <laughs> who just get a lot of hand me downs. Who gave her a lot of really? I mean, they're wonderful people. Gave her a lot of really nice dresses and stuff. And I remember coming That's back visiting at home when Becky was in her fanciest face being like who is this Becky went to Berkeley lived there for a decade and Becky <laughs> Becky as, like wearing... as your wife as your wife put it to me recently I love how you just have this you know masculine style now <laughs> and I'm like what she's like yeah she means like, like galoshes and a sweater that, that would fit a, that's great a six foot tall man that's she's like so it's just like one thing in your outfit that looks like you got it from the men's section and I'm like eh, I like that all with myself now <laughs> I'm all about it I'm also really about self-expression in your way you dress or your hair or your makeup or this or that I'm like mm-hmm. all about I'm just like if you want a tattoo or a weird piercing I'm like mm-hmm. I am so I feel like life is a little too short to like wear a gap t-shirt and walk around plain Jane I'm like just go for it or and unless you- you're trying to express yourself as plain Jane like I have a ton of really 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 stupid hats and if I wear and I'm wearing one of my dumbest hats right now but if I wear stupid hats how dare you take me seriously? You know, like if I'm mm-hmm. in a hot, it's like your fault. It's like it, it's oh, your really fault. Yeah. If you take me seriously, you brought it on yourself because exactly. I warned you with my hat. I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing a very dumb shirt with a flamingo on it. Like, why would you start a fight or try to have a serious conversation with me? Because mm-hmm. I am clearly 
like I do a, I think I have half my fashion is like a Jimmy Buffett, and the other is is Amy Sherman Palladino right now. No, um, like a hat, a hat girl. I don't know when when that happened. I don't um, know, you guys. Are you uh, uh, Becky's gonna like show up like Emily in Paris one day? Hi, I'm back. Hey, every once in a while, I still bring it. If there's a special event, you should. I, I mean, know how to Becky clean looked up. like didn't. I feel like Becky dressed like Audrey Hepburn for your bat mitzvah. Was that what? There's some picture. You're of conflating you. two events, but sure, you're on but the yes. right track. You're you're close enough, adjacent. Yeah, okay. To, to I I also yeah. think a lot of people who who are rich, I've seen them, don't quite have like style or fashion, but they've purchased like a Chanel tweet coke tw- tweed coat yeah. or something Tweed. like somebody told like, me this was fancy but the, and the, 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 look like a hot mess who just threw like you don't what's happening there's some you problems bought... you cannot throw money at and that is one of them but i will say i yeah. think the you come out fanciest looking. people are like the folks on succession where they're wearing what could be a gap sweater and jeans that cost three thousand mm, dollars. I love like fit. a black t-shirt, and then you find out it's like scotch and soda, and it was four hundred dollars. Like that's my oh, I can't wait to have that kind of my, money. My my parents <laughs> gave for my husband as like he loves like a black t-shirt situation, and they uh, for a Hanukkah gift just like a really beautiful black t-shirt. I think it's like some part cotton, some part a little bit of silk. So it just it looks Look, like cotton, but super hold soft. On. Wait, hold uh, on. We just need an aside. Lily's husband is a like he's he's not too tall but he is like 100% pure muscle martial arts champion he's a professional Spanish athlete. guy that looks he looks like Scott Bakula it looks His like face Scott Bakula like Scott, looks yeah. like Scott Bakula a young That's Scott God. Bakula yeah, he's a cutie and so they like and I I I was like looking at him and I was like you need to under and you made a great point in your special about Jews that convert and he converted and um, you're talking about girls and they just have to know how to return something. I knew my husband would be able to become Jewish because the man has never bought something like full price. Like when I, since I've met him, sure. he's like, we'll get everything on a discount. Oh the deal. Like you have no when idea. You go visit them. He runs <laughs> into the room after you've left and turns off the air conditioner. So I love it. My mom it. will so, haggle at a Neiman Marcus. She yeah. will like be like, "I'll give you this much," and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Not, the, it's not the shook. It's not the shook." Exactly. Yeah. But that's Everything how you know. You know, like it was going to be fine for him to convert. And anyways, back to this T-shirt. The point is that it's a very expensive, just like a looks like a normal black T-shirt, but it's it's one of those things that it's like, wow, this is like an expensive black T-shirt. And he's, he, he was like really excited about it. It's so soft. It feels so great. And then we, he just looked at me and he's like, but how do you wash it? And I was like, well, I don't know. And then I like look at all the tags and it's like, this can only be hand washed in some like lukewarm 20 degree weather or by a special lady at the store, whatever, at the dry cleaner and like a special press. And I was like, this shirt is garbage. I was like, if I can't throw it in with like a load of baby socks on cold, I don't want it. I don't give a shit I think how much like this a shirt costs. Breeze spray, and then yeah. just I was yeah. like, you know what? It's it's we're black. never washing really, this it's shirt. It's a black T-shirt. You never. Yeah, have I was to like, wash. you know what? This shirt will it's never like, be washed because like you're gonna jean. ruin it. I'm like, I don't want something that fancy. 
was like, yeah, yeah, I was like it's too much responsibility. Those kinds a of people have with... other people to take their stuff to the dry cleaner. I was like, this is not yeah. happening in this house. So, so Esther, one of the my things philosophy on fancy clothes. One of the things we love to talk about people with talk about with people is is movies because we love movies. Movies like the love language in our family. Um, so we've talked about the ones you've written. We've talked about stuff that you've sure. been in, but now we just want to talk about what you like. And we've developed a, a questionnaire of five questions that um, we're not going to, I don't, unless you have like an enormous amount of time, we're not going to, I won't bother you with all of them. Um, but uh, that, that helps like truly understand someone's movie taste. Right. And if there's someone like you would, you like are movie wise compatible with. And so, are you ready to be asked a few questions? Yeah, like, but just so you know, Moana has become number one, and it's so embarrassing because it's like, what movie do you watch now, Moana? Well, oh, that, but that's it. That's the, the answer. Is, that's the answer well, to one of the that's questions. That's part of the question. So here's the thing. Okay. And I feel depressed saying that. Well, but I mean, that's the, a really good. It's got Jermaine Clement and how how Lin far well, Miranda man. music. You kidding? You're lucky you're watching Moana. It could be much worse. I saw it could be watching Trolls, okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Trolls is rough. Okay, so what are, and, and, and the, these aren't like definitive for your life, but like right now, what are five or three to five Desert Island movies you would you would always need with you? So it's so funny. Like I can't exit my childhood. Don't. Like these Why would movies you? are, Why they're would not. You? Lily's got the never-ending story never with her from 1987. Okay, okay, it's um, Clueless. Oh, it's on mine too. <laughs> that's also on mine. It's important and like Spaceballs and oh, that's a great one. Oh, that's a great. Oh, uh, like White Chick, like from back in the day, like the Hot Chick. I like any <laughs> body swap, like body. Oh. I love. I wanted to write an anticlimactic body swap movie where they're like twins. I also like. <laughs> I don't know. I guess like the Matrix. How boring am I? And like Matrix, amazing. I know it's a really good film. I'm. I'm trying to think. I'm I mean, think. we 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 had an amazing Spaceballs. Spaceballs is number one. Yeah, okay, that's a great choice. List, Matrix, hot chick, white. Which one? Which chicks? One something with hot, hot, hot chicks, chicks and hot white chicks. chicks. So Both done. Like, that's five. Oh, oh, and then the Notebook was when I was a kid. Like I was in cheerleading, and we took a bus of cheerleaders from like Tampa to Jacksonville to do the big competition, and they played the the Notebook. I had no idea what it was on and the bus. Was, mm-hmm. And I don't know how was, you could cheer. I don't know how you could cheer. Was, was it a sabotage? Sobbing. I you were sabotaged and for I that like, championship. <laughs> exactly. And I remember just the waterworks and like having like a headache from how much crying I did, and still like watched it over and over and over. And now I probably couldn't watch a minute of it because I just killed it when I was eleven. <laughs> like I just watched it enough. But like I remember that being life changing. Like I was such a romantic watching that. I was like, <laughs> I love it. Ah. What What is your favorite movie that would surprise people? So you've named movies that are like your favorites, but is there like a? It's not a guilty pleasure per se, but like you wouldn't look at you wouldn't look at me and say like I me me I I have a gutter palate. So there's I don't know if there's anything I could say that surprised people at this point, um, but like. Becky and Lily all have ones that are, you know, you wouldn't, you know. 
surprise people. You yeah, a movie that would surprise people that you like. Oh, well, the, the, the other day I watched Vin Diesel, The Pacifier, which is an atrocious movie. And it had me like in stitches. L- Lauren Graham does. Mom. Lauren Graham does kung fu in that movie. I think at the end. Yeah, yeah. 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 I watched that. I watched that many times with my children. It's so embarrassing that I like loved it so much. Like Ben Diesel is just perfect, and he's the like Navy Seal guy who's like comes into the house and like babysits the five kids with like military style like tricks and this and that and puts like and now i'm like anything that's like mom it just it, it, like parenting yeah yeah that's probably like, so such a bad movie that's so good um what's a question that you would want to know about other movies move people's movie tastes like the question i always want to know from people is like what's your favorite music moment in a movie? That's a question I always ask people. What's a question you want to know about people's movie taste? Well, I guess like, it's like pee your pants laughing moments. Like in Bridesmaids, I think she gets like stuck on the gate in like the first five seconds. And it was just like, for some reason, it just like hit a chord with me. And I was like peeing my pants laughing or like, certain parts of the hangover. I guess I just want to know like what is making you pee your pants laugh. And occasionally I can get I can get like that that's just really good for me. But I like that. It, that. Calling back to our mom, there are so many movies we've seen that are better because she has laughed that hard. Like there mm-hmm. there like, are movies if like, you weren't seeing it with her you wouldn't necessarily like it. But like you're yeah. watching her watch the movie, and you're like, "This is the best movie ever." Like, like she, she, she's laughing so hard. Oh, Zoolander is like my number one. When I was like, I I, I laughed so hard at every part. It's such a dumb movie, you're, and I'm you're, so you're the second it. person. So we just interviewed in like a few days. We just interviewed Louis Ozawa, who is stars on this on, on Hunters. You know the show on Amazon, Amazon, which sure. also hosts Burning Bush. Mm-hmm. So Louis Ozawa, and he also brought up Zoolander. It's embarrassing. It's and he also went to NYU, good. and he's a yeah, very well-trained actor. So maybe. maybe that's just like a maybe that's something Secret in common between NYU. trained actors. <laughs> Zoolander, you appreciate uh, the nuances of Zoolander. Uh, Have you guys seen Zoolander? Us? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just showed it many, to my daughters. My daughters, <laughs> or it was my daughters' generational thing. Maybe, unfortunately, I, we always ask our daughter. I always ask my daughters to rate the movies we see according to the rating system we use on our show, which is buy rent or meh those are the three levels yes and they gave zoolander a rent because they they didn't know who any of the celebrities were so like there were all these jokes with celebrities the only person they knew was david bowie everybody else they were like what did your together? daughter what did your youngest say they're like i guess they spent all the money in this movie on david bowie yeah because <laughs> i don't know who anybody else in this movie is <laughs> It was so good, and I, I think for people our age, it stands the test of time. That movie, mm-hmm. I know, or maybe, or maybe it's so terrible, but it was. It's like a reminder of like what made me laugh when I was thirteen, or so. I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing. I uh, maybe I don't know, but I definitely always wonder like what made you absolutely lose your shit, like laughing. Do you want to actually know? I mean, you can ask that. Yeah, question. have you guys like Peter Pan it, laughing at a movie? Yeah, it's, oh, I, it's, I mean, it's anything like it's urine, like but almost. It, it's the well, first of all my diarrhea. sisters have peed their pants many, many times. times many times but like even before childbirth you give me 
a good, well-structured diarrhea scene <laughs> and I will lose my, I will lose my shit. Like so, bridesmaids, bridesmaids. That's Van Wilder. Perfection. You love and that Van Wilder scene so much. And Van Wilder <laughs> when he when that's, he that's, uh, that's Van Wilder awesome. gets the the villain the like X Lax, um, Dumb and Dumber. Jeff Daniels is shooting his pants. <laughs> like yeah. even that Emma Roberts one, which like I don't remember. I don't. That movie, movie was not good. The holiday date, but then she, the holiday date. I was like, oh, this movie's a big meh for like rom coms. But then Emma Roberts gets diarrhea, and I'm like, I am on board. <laughs> yeah, like, wait a second. Just got better. I was like, if you're getting some <gasps> diarrhea cramps on a date, and you have to like secretly shit your pants, I was like, I am here for that. The secret Every time. to success is. Yeah. As like a, a little thing. bit of diarrhea, and you've got me in a movie. I'm done. I don't. I try. You go. I'm trying to think. Oh, for to me. Think. So I have like a very vivid memory. I was in college, and we, my buddy and I, we we would just go to the movies all the time. Just whatever's out there, we're gonna go see. And we went to see this movie that no one had ever heard of called Super Troopers. Have you seen Super Troopers? Oh, sure. So like unknown movie. We saw this thing, and. The moment, right? So the, we, we have no idea what we were watching. I mean, this is one of my favorite movies of all time now. I've seen it so many times. But there is a scene early on where he puts the bar of soap in the coffee. And, and he's like, oh, you got, you know, rookie. And at that moment, we kind of realized what we were watching. And we <laughs> laughed so hard we were crying. But then afterwards, just to put some pee in the story, because I, I don't want yeah. you to... We're, we're, we're in the bathroom at the Paramount in Montreal. Uh, remember Lil and Beck, the Paramount down on Peel Street? And, and you remember. I don't think Esther's ever been. No, no, I said Lil and Beck. Sure, just sure, making sure you get the scene. So we're in the no, bathroom. It's it. big. It's like, it's whatever the big movie theater in your town was, right? And and we're, we're all standing at the urinals. And then just like one by one, each of us starts remembering the scene and starts like like giggling and laughing and laughing so hard we're crying and shaking pee everywhere and so super troopers will be the hardest like one of my hardest most sincere um laughs ever is is during that movie let them know let them know get them on this show yeah. oh my god, oh my god. Are, you are you kidding any one of those guys would be it would be amazing to tell them all about that and i by the way just if people are listening Super Troopers 2 is close to as funny as the first one. I think it is. I wonder if Wet Hot American Summer, that kind of humor can sometimes like out of the blue, like tickle me to a point where I'm like laughing so hard, just like the dumbest stuff. And, and, and the, who are the com comedians that you like or mm. recommend? We're giving Becky time like, here also. Yeah. Or, or we can just close it out. Becky finds okay. something funny. That's so, fine. So I, just for, saw, unless you want to save that for uh, Chelsea Handler's newest special and was on Netflix, so impressed right? with it. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's her brand new one on Netflix. And I'm usually just like un, sometimes underwhelmed by people's specials or whatever, but like this really was great and it was like making me laugh. Um, I saw Ari Shafir's special, Jew, and I was like, uh, and this is just like recent specials that I'm talking about. Best selling is is phenomenal and she's like always one of my faves and wait there's just so many that i'm like um i'm gonna like not mention someone that i'm obsessed with for some reason but 
But we can do shout outs and recs uh, and then the, we can have the time new feeling. one, which is uh, Mike Riviglia's like special where he mm-hmm. talks about being a parent is just so delicious and so funny. Um, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to gather more thoughts, but I think that's that's pretty good. That's what's happening currently right now. Right. Yeah. Chelsea's right, new special does a good job of like putting men in their place in a way <laughs> that I was like. Thank you. Well, she's it's so not, good. It's not a Not movie. that we hate men, but really, really, but she does a good job. It's yeah, not, not a movie, a movie moment, but since Esther is talking about specials, the last thing that I saw that made me laugh until it was beyond, it was like the level beyond, oh, I'm going to pee my pants. Like I couldn't When you go breathe, silent, when you break the sound barrier. I went silent and I, and oh, I broke the oh, sound oh. barrier. I couldn't see because it was just hysterical tears was um, Alex Edelman's show oh, yeah. just for just for us. And yeah. he has, but it's very specifically the section where he NYU. talks about his brother being an Israeli Olympian in the winter sport of skeleton. And when he varies, like that section describing his family and his brother being an Olympic athlete, I, I, I don't, I, I still can't get over. I'm still laughing. Like my body's still shaking from how hard I was laughing him that show is very funny yeah that show is yeah. genius that's you guys watched it show. in person like at yeah he was yeah, here not twice so it was yeah. in dc for like a month he did a residency here so mm. becky and i, I went. haven't seen it but he is a friend of mine we went to college together oh blah, 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 blah. wow that's that, that, it's unreal that's it's amazing best, yeah yeah, yeah it, it was great really so becky and i went and then yeah. in the car home every single person who went bought tickets either to go again or for somebody else to go I so bought, like, yeah, I yeah. bought a bunch of people tickets on the ride home. I was like, you need to see this, you need to see this. And then I went again with Lily wow. uh, like a few weeks later. Yeah. So as we, you've been so generous with your time. This has been so much fun. We're not, you know, or you still have a little more time. Are you okay? I have a minute. I'm, I would love to. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're keeping okay. you. I mean, I we are keeping you away from your like, children. We are in here. I know. Just tell the nanny that i'll be right there okay i don't have a nanny but it's sometimes i'll wear a wig and be like oh i'm a nanny <laughs> like miss nelson is missing my son loves that book <laughs> wow that book yeah i didn't know until i was an adult by the way that miss nelson was viola swamp swamp yeah i just i thought... keep spoiler alert for my for my son i keep being like that that's okay you realize it's the same person right you realize the trick she's playing on those kids I don't know if you don't know that book, Esther. Miss Nelson is missing. It's amazing for kids. Little, maybe when little they're guys? no, no. Maybe when when they get like a little five. bit older, like five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it's about a teacher who's the kids are misbehaving, so she goes away, and then the evil substitute, Miss Viola Swamp, comes. Oh and... yeah, that's important. You need to just like as a teacher, you got to flip out on them. I think <laughs> you got to be, you, you or you lose gotta... your opportunity. If you just start nice, it's over. It's kind of like parenting, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are we're in the part of the show where you give your shout outs and recommendations. Are there shout outs like for example, for example, for me, I want to give a shout out to Dina mm-hmm. Goldberg. Dina Goldberg, because Dina Linder, in- Goldberg Linder, Dina Goldberg Linder, Dina I- Linder. Dina Linder Goldberg? Well, she got married and she uses Linder, but then she also uses Goldberg 
So it's very confusing, as is my name very confusing. Because <laughs> I, I refuse to give up Steinberg, yet I changed my name to Garden Sword. Question mark. <laughs> Fair enough. My, I, I, Dina's in my phone is Goldberg. <laughs> Me too. Me Dina, too. D- Dina Goldberg, uh, Linder, who is a geneticist. She's also an incredibly talented singer. Um, she goes by Dina Mara on Instagram. And my shout out to her is she's super talented and people should listen to the amazing stuff she's doing on genetics, particularly on Jews and genetics. But um, she's also the person that introduced Esther to me um, and to us uh, so that we could get you on the show. So my shout out today goes to Dina. That's uh, sweet. Um, you don't have to go right away, Esther. You can like think for a moment if you want while Lily does, because Lily's ready. I can see. I'm going to shout out uh, Burning Bush on Amazon because second that that, um, there's also Hebrew School Dropout on Spotify. Uh, On Spotify, yeah. That I was gonna say you can listen to on Spotify, which I listen. Burning Bush and Hebrew School Dropout are on Spotify too. So right, you can. I don't know which. What's more economically advantageous to you? Where should people? I don't know. I think it's fun to watch you perform. I think the prime is really fun. Venmo, Venmo me. (laughs) (laughs) When we do our handles at the end, I recommend um, watching because for the boobs, but also it's lovely to see (laughs) Mm -hmm. you perform. and like your rhythm and how, you know, the telling of the jokes and all that. So I recommend that for sure. Um, yeah. And Hebrew screw dropout uh, is also fantastic on Spotify. But yeah. I second all so that. Excellent. I recommend that as well. And um, Becky oh, also, yeah. hold on. Becky also recommends cats. Oh, cats, the musical, which, okay. So we, we took our kids on the weekend. They just, I listen, Guys, it's on tour right now. It's doing a few days in each city and a bunch of different cities. If it's coming to your city, go see Cats again. Revel in the joy of the madness that is Cats. Bring your kids. Mine loved it. Loved it so much. Came home. We watched the movie. Then we got tickets to go see it again in two months when it's in Philadelphia. So Becky's kids were, I sat next to Becky's kids. Her youngest child took over three seats, took over Becky's seat, her own seat, and her sister's seat. Her sister then spent the rest of the show just rolling between me and Becky's husband. But um, dancing, but dancing, but dancing. And loving no, they it. were very I'm into it. it. They were super into it and were were on the edge of ruining it for all of the old people around us. But they they had so much fun. And one of my favorite parts was I kept asking Becky's older kid during the show, oh, which one's your favorite cat so far? And every time a new one comes, she goes, that one's my favorite. But then cavity comes for like the big bad guy scene and at the end she goes tio shy the bad guy is my favorite which is a very consistent <laughs> refrain she also loves the lava monster in moana it does oh yeah kafiki <laughs> yeah, okay so you're on a first name basis you're on a first name basis the I, lava I, monster <laughs> yeah so i had to fast forward those scenes my son would not watch them esther how oh, about yeah. you Esther, how about you? Okay, so I got it. I, there's a couple of people that I wanted to recommend. Well, I, they're all Jews. Gary Goldman is like the best comedian, hands down, in the whole world. I'm obsessed with him. I've opened for him before, and he's like nice guy, perfect human, and his jokes are insane. I listen to his albums like over and over. Gary Goldman. Elon Gold just put out another like thingy, uh, a special where it's very funny, and Jews just eat him up like like it's salty kugel or sweet kugel <laughs> like they just love elon gold and i guess i'm part of that group and then my um best friend like partner in crime 
from college that I was talking about earlier is Eric Williams. He's really, really funny. He's a gay Jew and he has a, a podcast, gay ass podcast. He's just the best, funniest guy alive. And then I'm reading Natasha Leggero's book. She converted to Judaism. She's a Jew now. And her book is awesome. The World Doesn't Deserve My Children. And she's so funny. I, I'm reading the book now and almost done with it. Um, and then she has a podcast with her son, uh, with her husband, Moshe. And it's just really, really funny. Then the big shout out is my kids. Mm. I am starting. I've done a couple of sketches with Moses, my older. Oh my son. god! The one of you Moses. going on your trip, your is trip, hilarious. Thank That's some you. good and editing I'm right there. To, thank you. you can tell you're editor. Camera, like really high end camera work, or was that just cinema mode on your iPhone? I what was, was that? That using was fantastic. A camera and set up all the shots totally on my own without a single help. Like I used a, a giant teddy bear as a stand-in so that I could like focus it. And then I'd oh like get God. and sit down. It was, the, it was the weirdest thing. But then uh, we've done like a doctor sketch where he's like playing with Mr. Potato Head. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like, a, it's a really funny sketch. It's an out of work actor doing playtime and taking it too seriously. And I'm like, <laughs> I've not seen couple. that yet, but that's amazing. Um, so there's some good sketches and I do plan on doing more with my kids. I think a lot of celebrities want to hide their children from the internet and my celebrity like level is, is low enough that I don't need to hide my children. It's like at a perfect level. I have absolutely no worry for my kids. Um, so I can just put them on the internet and I'm, I'm like, I can put pictures of them, but really they are my scene partners. And I've always wanted to work with like a handsome young Jewish actor. Perfect. Done. And Done. now I have two. Now I have two <laughs> co-stars. You guys are very and I'm, kids. I'm really trying to. So we're not going to let them act whatsoever in like professional environments, but we are 100% going to let them um, propel my career forward. That's absolutely that's amazing, and they're great in it too. I mean, your elder son's bit about yeah, basketball. yeah, he's you're a running good actor. bit, you're running bit with basketball in him is hilarious. What's the running bit? Don't he's you amazing. have a bit where he talks about basketball, right? Where he says the word basketball, but kind of in a basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know where I talked about that, but yeah, he isn't that on Insta? That's on Instagram. I feel like maybe basketball, basketball. Like I said, and we're he, at six in the morning. I'm out side watching him play basketball and i'm just like i can't actually open my eyes and i have to be like really good good <laughs> and people are like people get mad if you they're not mad but i've heard a, about a hundred times random comedians be like all people do is they have kids just so they can post pictures on instagram and they get mad about posting pictures of your kids on instagram and i'm here to say that the reason people post pictures of their kids on Instagram is because they cannot post pictures of themselves because they look like a zombie, a homeless mm -hmm. zombie <laughs> who's been mm -hmm. like, like there's mm -hmm. no, there's no self care. There's no like waking up and putting on eyeshadow. Like I look so awful and disheveled that the only thing that I could possibly post is a picture of my like, bright-eyed glowing gorgeous <laughs> child and i'm just like it's really a, a content management thing the cuter your kid looks the more horrific you look <laughs> like i look like a scary scary 
zombie witch. I don't know if you saw Wednesday, but at the very end where like yes. the proctor comes alive, I'm like, that's <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, the sketches like, that you're doing with the kids are hilarious. Your Instagram is Esther.steinberg, correct? Yeah, and I'm posting. I'm taking my clothes off again for some yoga posts because I've been obsessed <laughs> with hot yoga, and I want to post pictures of me after class. And I swear I'm doing it to motivate everyone to go and do yoga and exercise and take like a minute for themselves to work out. Just a minute, just a whole sixty seconds. Go work out. <laughs> that's that's about as much working out as I like to do. Uh, um, but I bet and no it, sugar and no sugar, no sugar, no sugar. All the we'll salt you want. It's very salty. We're gonna go eat very lick. salty nachos after. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> salt lick, but no sugar. I want to say, a, but also with a cigarette. I want to say this is a, should be like a diet podcast. <laughs> Amazing. I want to say a huge thank you to Esther Steinberg for making time to hang with us and be part of the family. Thank you so much, Esther. This is awesome. Thank you. I, I'm really officially you. adopted. And please send your mom to my son's bar mitzvah in I, about 11 I'm done. Done. She done. will come. We have cousins done. in Tampa, so watch out. Yeah. Uh, he has people to visit. Lily, we Cousin Ashley. Shout out to Cousin Ashley, star of the oh, Home Shopping that. Network. Um, True story. Li- stars. This is the Kardashian <laughs> family. Yeah. It it's an empire. Lily, yes. Where can people follow you and Becky? Because I know you do all the Instagram lifting. Yes, at FNM Sisters on Instagram. Entirely unfair. Becky, what do you you have to say to yourself for yourself? Follow us at FNM Sisters. I know the handle. That's number one. Number two, I come up with the ideas. I'm the idea. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I came up with two ideas. Two ideas. (laughs) Okay. And uh, you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table, Pancake for Table on Twitter and Instagram. All the Friday Night Movie shenanigans are at Fry Night Movie and FryNightMovie.com. The theme music is by What Does It Eat? Again, a huge thank you to Esther Steinberg. Everyone check out Burning Bush on Amazon Prime and all of her amazing comedy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, really. <laughs> <laughs>